Dr. Mrs. The Commission convinced me to go to a salon. She's like, you're, you're, you do well enough. Treat yourself. Get a real hair. Yeah. Stop going to Borex or Supercuts. Yeah, yeah. What? But I mean, it's like, do you consider like a salon treating yourself? Like just get like haircuts give me anxiety. First of all, I yes. hate them. We've had this conversation. Yeah, yeah, I I dislike them too. I'm a model haircutty, if you will. I don't fucking yeah. move. I'm a statue. Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and Brandana Sports Podcast coming at you as we always do. And we had a dynamite episode 196 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor, please subscribe. Leave five stars, tell a friend, shoot us an email at maybe sportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandana, and with me, as always, getting a haircut every six weeks. Most awesome. There we go. <laughs> That's right. Boom. <laughs> That's right. Keeping it tight. Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, this uh, this pod, I'm going a little bit more off the cuff. Had a little bit of a busy week uh, traveling back from Oakland. Uh, oh, town. My Yelp review on Oakland would be that's a pass. That's oh. a wrap on Oakland for me. A little rough. A little rough stuff. Oh yeah, Oakland is very rough around the edges. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, baby. Oh yeah, just witnessing like right in front of your face, like smash and grabs, like just right in front of your face, like broad daylight. It's it's insane. And, and they've got a they got an issue too because it's like i think it's in that area where if it's anything less than nine hundred dollars they won't prosecute they won't go after you yeah so how much yeah. stuff did you get i mean you said right for your eyes i'm assuming you were <laughs> yeah. partaking when in rome right these headphones yeah i just wanted the true oakland experience it's something I you go different places like you go to famous like go to new york you have a slice of pie you go to oakland you bash in some glass and you take a shirt i just love it like next pod you're literally in like silk robes and like oh this old thing i don't know i've had this forever yeah how you doing bro you want to give us any like recap on how your week's been Ooh, all right well it's been a busy week bro on on two fronts first off got a roof replaced you know what that that, that's a fucking that's way more of an overhaul than i realized it was a three-day affair lots of banging lots of fucking you know, the little guys up on there with the hot mops swishing around, whatever the jerky boys thing is. If you remember that or the jerky boys things. Oh, yeah. yeah. What yeah. is it? Um, so how often do you have to get a roof replaced? Has this this first time it's happened on the pot? I feel like we've talked roof before, but maybe we ta- no, we, like, I don't think we have. No, every, it's 20 years. Roof watch. Roof watch. 20 years. Yeah. 20 years. You got it. But we did have a storm. It kind of kind of brushed up against it. Liberty Mutual, if you're listening, it totally brushed up against it. <laughs> Right. And, uh, and yeah, and so they came out there and, uh, and bang, but they didn't, they didn't like really tell me how long it was going to take. I figured they get it and they knock it out in a day. You know what I mean? No, yeah. it was like three days, three days. And while I was gone, uh, the kiddos got ill, bing, bang, boom. I don't mm. think, I don't think we brought about this up that commission junior got, uh, got piping sick after Thanksgiving. No, you know, I don't think it did come up. You got the stomach virus. We thought it was just going to be one off. We thought everything was fine. Then the following week, 2.0 catches it. She caught it fucking bad. Thank goodness it was only like 24 hours for both of them. Then Commissette, boom, she gets it. She's laid up. Then boom, Dr. Mrs. The Commission, she gets it. Now I'm last man standing and I've got a real Sophie's choice because I am going or was going to the michigan iowa big 10 championship game on saturday night not to bury the lead yeah but there are some things that are important sure there are some things like my family yes exactly yeah yeah exactly (laughs) so um yeah so your boy evaded all sickness just fucking like aiden hutchinson defending you know evading offensive tackles just me just and uh went to down to Indianapolis where the game was met my yeah. brother-in-law down there and some of his Iowa friends. And, uh, cause that's, they're all Iowa alum. Mm-hmm. And so then, uh, yeah, I just watched my boys trounce Iowa, make their way in the college football playoffs. Got nice and toasty B nice and toasty. So what has it been a while since, uh, cause I mean, if you're kind of out of practice a little bit, you got to pace yourself on these game things. I know you're away from the family. Like yep. you, uh, did the right thing. You quarantined them all together. Cause they're getting sick and you guys are just like, work through this. Like yep. you guys need to kind of do this. Like peace. I'm out. Yep. Every, every man for himself, you guys get it. 
<laughs> yeah, so exactly. You, you popped out like, uh, were you thinking about like how early you started, like pacing it? Like what was, what was the game plan going in? So you got to have a game plan. So the game right. starts, the game starts at like eight, nine Eastern, eight yeah. Eastern, eight Eastern, which is late, which is late kick. Yeah. And immediately was regretting it like about four o'clock. I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. Yep. So yeah, I, I did not, ha- I had a bad game plan because there were, you know, there's like an energy, there's a buzz, right? Mm-hmm. There's so many people there were at a hotel that's very close to the stadium. So it is literally littered with Iowa and Michigan fans all over the place. It is every, everywhere you turn, there's somebody who's getting wild with it. So the energy level is high and your boy made a miscalculation early on which was, I thought I could hang. I thought I could really put him down like I used to. Mm-hmm. And also did a bad, bad deal where I got there about lunchtime, about noon, went up to the room, threw my stuff in the room, came back down. Uh, and I was a little worried, a little, little, see, this is where I think the illness played a factor. Cause I actually, I actually slept out on the, uh, uh, on a bed downstairs, your bed, Brandana, the Brandana suite. Oh, okay. Yeah. I slept down there. Didn't get a very good night's sleep. So I'm off on a little rocky sleep start. You know, you need your eight hours when you get over 40. You got to do it. Got to do it. And then uh, then I got there to the bar and I was a little worried that I might be a little queasy. So I was like, well, I'll just drink through this instead of eating anything. So I hadn't eaten anything at all, which I know is a rookie move. So then I got a nice fucking, you know, Bud Light, uh, you know, layer on top of nothing. I have no foundation. I have a very soft foundation. Yeah, that's no good. And then you I also eat- can't chase that. Like people think you can just throw like a pretzel on top of that pool bubble in that, but that's already getting in that out or that uh, bloodstream, bro. Yeah, you're hundred percent right. And a rookie mistake. Then I eat a burger and fries is great. But I, you know, at that point, the ship has already sailed and I'm fucking toot toot down the fucking old drunk river. Yeah, that's fine. Because here's what I like. I like getting into it, but it's always, you got to find your excuses not to start too early. Cause I need this. And I think we did it when we went to the Patriots game. Cause you walked into that bar and I think it was like eight o'clock in the morning. They had just opened and your boy was already an IPA and a half deep. Yeah. You were like when in Rome, uh, let's go. Yes. Spock the car. But uh, yeah, you got to like any excuse to like kind of delay it a little bit. And Eaton's usually a good one. That. Eaton's good one. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, like, I think a good night's sleep, get some rest the night before really you know what i mean start out slow to pace yourself you don't have yeah. to cram it all in one take a beer order a water take a lap you yeah. know what i mean really, really space it out. It. so where were you the entire time we were basically at the hotel uh down in indy for probably about till about the sec kickoff game then we went down to this bar where they were playing music i think it was called like the tin roof or something like that it was an all like Iowa bar. So I was, I was a blue speck and in a sea of black and yellow. And so are they pretty, are they pretty good? Like chill fans? Like we're not talking about like a giants fan going to like an Eagles game or something. Right. No, no, no. Yeah. They're all pretty, they're all happy to be there. You know, everyone yeah. was pretty happy. So um, no, yeah, literally no like shit talking or bullshitting or whatever, uh, which was good, which you always get a little concerned with. Um, but you know, people just having there, there was a band playing, drinking, that was a tough putt too, right? Because I'm like, I don't have my band repertoire going down. You know what I mean? Like band music, loud music playing. Like you've got your speed that you know how to talk and like mingle. And I'm, <laughs> I'm just ready to go for a game. Like I'm not, I'm not in this mode. So yeah, bad spot for me in amongst of Iowa fans. So I just continued to drink more because I was, and people were like my, my brother-in-law, they have like old fraternity friends and like guys from 20 years. And I'm just like, I'm just going to go get, get another drink at the bar you know what i mean so i just i continue to crescendo down the wrong path um made it to the game i remember the game game was great okay i remember the game and that's the thing because i do detest like showing up to events and not remembering what they were like that that stinks but i was i was lucid enough i paced myself uh then we got out of the the game was drubbing 42 to 3 whoop and and, uh went back to the bar they wanted to get into it after it. Someone started to order fireball shots. And that's what I was like, I bid you adieu. Good night. I'm going Good to for you. Shut it down. Right. Yeah, I did. I was like, there's no way, there's no way that this is going to be like remotely good tomorrow. And I knew, you know, Dr. Mrs. The Commish, three kids, you know, I didn't want to like totally abandon them. Um, you know, I know, I know, I know I got a pass, but it wasn't going to be an all day pass. 
Look at that. Brought it back full circle. Didn't want to totally abandon them. Only kind of abandoned them. Only kind All of right, abandoned guys, them. but we're not going to abandon you on this pod for episode 196. We got a jammed, packed one. We're doing rip from the headlines. We're talking that college football playoff. Doing a little, you hear about this? You hear about this? Going to hit the Yahoo headlines. Uh, we're going to do the Neapolitan showdown. We're going to do the top three games you've been the most excited to see. And we're going to finish as we always do with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines read, if you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. I right, we're from the headline. College football playoff. Why are we talking about that this week, brother? Ooh, because we've been getting our clock cleaned by the NFL, so we thought we'd switch it up, talk about college football. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's not a lot of time for college football. I feel like once the preseason comes, we always kind of bring it up a little bit. We'll take a little look at just kind of the rankings and everything. But this is one year we should be talking about it. Like that's right. uh, We brought it up. Michigan did beat Ohio State to put themselves in a position. This is the first time that Harbaugh's been on the outside looking in for the playoffs, but it's the first time he's made the playoffs? Correct, yep. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a big season for them. 11 and one beating their, their, their rival Ohio, you fill out the rest and then, uh, and then going into uh, a big 10 title game where looking pretty favorable, but still, you never know. Harbaugh has had a time or two where he's dropped those games, uh, but they came through in full force. Like I said, dominated that game against Iowa 42 to three. And uh, you know, a couple of things kind of worked out. I think Wisconsin, would have been a, a tougher matchup for them, but Wisconsin lost to Minnesota. The way things kind of all shuffled out, Iowa was the team that we played. And uh, yeah, and then now here we are, college football playoffs, the two seed going up against Georgia. Yeah, so let's go through the, yeah, one through four seeds. We got Alabama ends up beating Georgia in a Correct. game that uh, the first, you hear about this, you hear about this, you hear about this, you hear about this? Uh, you hear Alabama a dog for the first time in like 90 plus games. Yeah. Six and a half point dog too, which was yeah. wild to think. Yes, that was wild. So, um, but I mean, Alabama just in complete control of that game, almost from jump street, but yeah. really there, Georgia. Uh, so kind of leap frog to that number one spot. You think if that game's a little closer that Michigan gets that one spot. And that's the thing. If, if you watch. Um, yeah, let's start here. Okay. Sorry. Real fast. Let me yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Um, so, so let's just go like one is Alabama, two Michigan, three Georgia, four Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Do you think it was in the whoever makes it like the committee's mind or whatever? It's like there's no way we can do this Georgia Alabama re- uh, rematch so quickly. Like they just had to avoid it no matter what. Yeah, I think so. It would it would have been. I mean, they could have gone two four right Georgia and Alabama or Alabama and Georgia at four and put oh, Cincinnati yeah. at three. They could have done yeah. that and avoided that the same way. Right. Um, you know, you can, you can justify kind of all of these combos, really. I mean, like yes. a, when you get to like these top four, I mean, obviously, like there, you need Alabama to rise above. I mean, maybe. I mean, could you even done like a because Georgia has beaten Alabama this year once? Uh, no, that happened? no, oh, they, they didn't play. Okay. They didn't play. Okay, so then, okay, then I guess Alabama has to had to go above Georgia. Yes. And then Cincinnati's not going to leapfrog. Cincinnati could have gone above Georgia, but that would have been Cincinnati's only move if Georgia dropped that far. Yes, exactly. Because, yeah, I mean, you could have sat there and put them at two, Cincinnati at two, and then Bama three, Georgia four. But that would have been a mighty drop for um, a mighty drop for Georgia, who came into it at yeah, one. Yeah, I don't think you could do that because there's no reason that Cincinnati should leapfrog a team that are already behind that won their conference. Exactly right. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is if you, what I was going to say earlier is if you watch that game on, on TV, the Michigan game on TV, there's a great clip that I saw. It's floating around Twitter. You can find it somewhere, but basically they had a close up on Harbaugh's face and he's talking into his headset, obviously to like the offensive coordinator. He's like, we need to go for it. We have a chance. You can read his lips perfectly. He's like, we have a chance at a number one seed. So he already knew because the late game was already there. He knew that you know, Bama beat Georgia and he's like, we have a real chance to be the number one seed in there and potentially draw, I think in his hopes and minds, like draw a, you know, a, uh, uh, a Cincinnati, Cincinnati. Right, at, at number four. Yeah. Or whomever, if, if Georgia, you know, 
yeah, well, I guess at that point, the game had already been wrapped up. So it wasn't even like he was hoping that Georgia would come back in that game. Yeah, so it's pretty obviously you want that. So it's, would you want Alabama or Georgia? And that, that, that's a question that I have gone back and forth on. I mean, it really depends. Here's the thing is, is it depends on the Bama that shows up, right? The, the Alabama that, you know, goes, has to go into, you know, quadruple overtime against, uh, against Auburn or the team that lost to Texas A&M. Great. Uh, I might actually take those chances, especially in those games where their offensive line has played horrible. Uh, but man, both of those teams, Georgia and uh, Alabama, uh, those those defenses are fucking real deal defenses. They're scary defenses, and I just don't know if we have enough firepower, firepower Michigan wise, to like go against those. So, do I want the team that potentially can throw the ball and score a bunch of points, or would I take a Georgia that I I think maybe we can muck up the game and just kind of you know whoever's the fucking you know, it's going to stand in and just take shots and yeah. throw punches and whoever stands uh, tallest will win that game. It just kind of seems insane. It seems like such an unfair path to the national championship to have to beat like Georgia and then beat Alabama. That seems fucking nuts. I mean, I mean that would be one of the, like, you deserve this belt national championship. I think the Bill Simmons podcast talk about it, like, I think he says like the NBA MVP should be different sizes Right. Depending on how hard it was to win it. Like this national championship trophy, if Michigan was able to pull that off, should be the size of a fucking Buick. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. Yeah. To go through two of the top SEC teams, right? A team like a Georgia team is just loaded defensively. They are just unreal defensively. But I, you know, off- offensively, I don't know that they have a ton of firepower. I think we can make them a little one dimensional. Uh, but yeah, man, what a gauntlet to go through that. But that's, that's why we have the college football playoffs, right? I mean, this is what they really wanted is you got your plucky upstart in Cincinnati, a 12 and 0 team, you know, that, ha- that is, that is undefeated. We've, we've seen in years past with UCF and a few other things where, you know, maybe the undefeated team should have made it in there. Well, now we've got our little Cinderella story in Cincinnati. You've got a couple powerhouses and in a, in a, in a blue blood uh, college football program in Michigan. That's also there. Like this is, panning out to be a very interesting or you know uh plot line filled college football playoff yeah it's gonna be really exciting so why is i mean is it if you had to break the tiers off is it like one two three like slight drop off in cincinnati why is cincinnati beatable or is uh, everybody fair in cincinnati is it just the weakest of the four or is this kind of um you know someone that kind of like snuck into the party through the back door just because like based on the record not that it's not deserved but you know is this the fourth best team in college football is it the fourth best team i mean purely on that they're undefeated 13 and 0 right i i actually went to the game where they played notre dame and beat them in notre dame uh pretty solidly you know they, they've got a good defense I, you know uh are they better than you know like a Oregon, maybe not, you know, it's hard to say right now with Oregon with the Chris, their head coach leaving, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I think they have to be in there just based on their record. They're definitely, you know, the fourth seed for a reason because their biggest win is, you know, at Notre Dame, Notre Dame was ninth at the time when they beat them, but you know, Notre Dame is not, uh, you know, not the greatest program. I don't even think that they would have snuck in had Cincinnati lost they got uh you know Oklahoma State put in front of them so uh but Oklahoma State lost to Baylor so it would have been interesting but yeah I think I think they're up there I don't know if they're you know the the fourth best team in the country maybe you could make an argument for Ohio you fell out the rest I don't want to give them a compliment though sure I won't make you do that bro not not like when you're celebrating this no 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 absolutely not at all but I mean if Oklahoma State ends up beating Baylor we have Oklahoma State in here at the four seed, uh, it would have been tough because it would have been tough for them to leapfrog Cincinnati unless they lost. If Cincinnati lost, they would have been out. Sure. Um, and and if they had lost, Oklahoma State, you know, with one loss would have been would have beat them. But um, yeah, I I think it's because they're undefeated. It's hard. You're hard pressed not to give it to them being undefeated. Yeah. Okay. So taking a look at the lines here, I'm trying to pull them up. I think Michigan was a six and a half point dog. I think you might be right on that here. 
life. Yeah, gotta keep scrolling. Oh, this is great. The great uh, seven and a half point dog. Oh, it's moved, huh? Yeah. Oh, Alabama. How much do you think Alabama's favored over Cincinnati? Oh, like 13 points, 14 points. 13 and a half. 13, yeah. That makes sense. I mean, it's we just, gotta, yeah, it's they're too tough, man. Yeah, so we got to imagine Alabama cruises to this. I mean, are you you feeling optimistic about blue versus Georgia? Yeah, I mean, I, I do. I like it. I mean, like I said, I think it's going to be an ugly game. Uh, I think defensively we can keep up with them. I think we have to make them one-dimensional and just make them, you know, just pound, pound it on the ground. You know, and I think that that plays into our strengths. You know, our secondary, Michigan secondary, sometimes is, is very beatable. So if we can get pressure on Bennett, their quarterback, um, I think we can take that away pretty quickly. He didn't look super solid against Alabama. So I think we can replicate some of the things that Bama did. We, you know, we make them a, a running game. And I think that that suits the style of what Michigan can do because they're, they're going to continue to fucking pound it. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like that defense versus our offense is going to be like, it's going to be just two heavyweight boxers, just leaning on each other, just fucking throwing bows, just banging on each other. It's not going to be a fun game to watch. I'll tell you this right now. If, if, if you like high scoring fucking, you know, throwing the ball over the place, guess what? You're tuning in the wrong game. Not the game. Not going to be that game. So I think, I think, but I like our chances in that because with Bama, they have too much offensive firepower uh, to they're, they're too dynamic. I I don't think I can take too many things away from that, but you know, uh, if we can make it to the title game, boy, give it to me, baby, give it to me, inject it into my veins. Be ready to go. Okay, so let's say it does get to the title game. Um, what odds do you give your blue to be able to beat Alabama? Probably a dog heading into this. As much as I, I want to be a realist. I don't want to be, yes. you know, crazy. Yeah, probably. Yeah, definitely a dog. I think it'd be like a. I think it'd be about the same size. I was gonna say if we're if we're a seven and a half point dog against Georgia, we're looking pretty much the same there. Yeah. Now he, he, here's the thing: is is Bama the uh, the Bama's uh, good wide receiver uh, John Michi the third tore his ACL. They're they're pretty certain he tore his ACL. So oh, he was yeah. their he was their number one guy. They do have Jamison. I think it's Jamison Williams. Drink everybody. Um, that is very very good himself. So you know it'll be interesting to see if we've got uh, you know what guy is going to show up. Yeah, Jamison Williams. Is our next one. So, you know, we lose, they lose one wide receiver. You know, if we can just shadow Williams with our best corner or maybe just double cover him the whole time and try and take away Bryce's Young's best option, you know, maybe just maybe we've got a shot here, you know, but they've also got a fucking unbelievable. The guy that I worry the most about is Will Anderson, especially if Will Anderson gets into a title game against Adrian Hutchinson two defensive all-stars where Adrian Hutchinson has been nominated to be a Heisman finalist in a year, kind of like we've talked about with the MVP in the NFL in a year here where there really hasn't been like a dominant name in terms of a Heisman run Aiden Hutchinson's kind of snuck into the top four, which drew the ire of a lot of Bama fans and Bama in particular, uh, Bryce young, their quarterback said, it's a shame that Will Anderson, their defensive uh, and kind of O linebacker hybrid in their and Saban's three four defense was uh, shunned, considering he had like more tackles. He has twenty seven and a half tackles for loss in a thirteen game schedule. That's a shit ton of tackles for losses. Fourteen sacks on the year. They call him the Terminator. That's he's a fucking maniac. This guy, a fucking freak of nature. Dynamite nickname. Um, okay, real quick, just to close out the segment. Is this the next? I mean, Michigan's always been kind of like one of those top programs that always feels like I don't know. They're just kind of on the a little bit of the underachieving side, if that's fair, to be right. like one of just kind of like the best. Is this a step forward for Michigan? Is this them kind of um, finally punching up to where they're supposed to be? Should we expect them here constantly at kind of this new like really making that next step 
to see them, you know, in a college football playoff, like every three years or so, or is this kind of like, like realistically, do you think it's just kind of like, you know, another blip on the radar and then it's back to business as usual? Man. I mean, this is the, the, this is the question that, that keeps me up at night B is, is like, is this sustainable? Can we, this is where we, this is where our expectations are. I'll tell you, this is where yeah. Michigan's expectations are. This is where we believe we should be, or at least contending for on a regular basis. Um, man, you know, it's so hard. It, it, that win against Ohio definitely felt like a kind of turning the corner a little bit. So we'll see. It's all about, you know, in the off season, Harbaugh made a concerted effort to bring in young eyes, if you will, fresh talent on the coordinator side, young guys who maybe can uh, mesh with some of the younger generations of players, still keep some of his philosophy, the the Harbaugh three tight end sets and running the ball on a regular basis, but still find a little ingenuity to kind of, uh, um, you know, make it exciting for prospects to come inside. So we have that and, you know, we see a little development of, you know, Adrian, Adrian Hutchinson uh, or Aiden Hutchinson was not a like five-star all American coming into high school. He was a good prospect. Don't get me wrong, but he was nothing to be considered a like, Heisman level candidate here in his third year in school. So to me, that also shows development of, of prospects because that was my biggest issue. We would get good guys in Rashawn Gary, Jarrell peppers, guys that have made the NFL first round draft picks, but how much did we do to development, develop them while they were here? I, I wouldn't say that much. So if we can, I like where the coordinators are at and kind of the new blood that we brought in and kind of fresh energy that we brought in. The biggest step is for us to be here on a consistent basis is the development of that talent. And that is the biggest question mark. And we'll see it next year. If, if we're competitive next year against Ohio, who is, you know, had a young team, a relatively young team, a team that could be beat, if they come in there next year and they get shelled we'll have our answer. If they come in there and hold their own, this might've been the turning moment. You might have been there for it, B. Well, I like to think that. All right, we'll put a little pin in this. That's obviously enough Michigan talk to take us through the year. I mean, oh. Nah, probably. I'm going to bring it back up. I'm going to bring it up every episode. <laughs> it's coming back up. Okay, regardless. Okay, that's good. What's coming up now is, you hear about this? You hear about, hear about this? this? Everybody knows I'm old. I get my news from the most reliable source, Yahoo Headlines. Just so the funny. right mix of no deep. It's like kind of, uh, you know, when you were in middle school and USA Today was your preferred newspaper because it had a lot of colors. Just Yeah, like, why was, why did we think USA Today was like, I used to think that that was like a legit paper. I know. I, it's because like, I mean, you look at like the Wall Street Journal or like New York Times, it's just like, that's just a lot of black and white. Yeah, that's the daunting. font is tiny. Yeah, give, give me some graphs. Give me some color. <laughs> right. <laughs> like all over the place. Um, right, Jennifer Lawrence disappeared from the limelight for a little bit, but she is back in. She's ready to come back. Movie star. Say that she was even getting sick of herself. Um, what's your favorite j Law flick, bro? Oh, um, Winter's Bone is very good. She burst onto the stage. I like that movie. Yeah. Favorite J Law movie. It's gotta be Silver Linings Playbook, right? I mean, gotta be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Even though I feel like a she was cast a little young for that, definitely cast too young in American Hustle. For sure. Like that was that was kind yes. of a weird casting. I didn't I didn't love that. But yeah, uh, yeah, it's um but Amy yeah, Adams kind of stole American Hustle, right? I mean, she was like, yeah, yeah Amy Adams yeah. was fucking great in that. Yeah, yeah. kind of like I'm I'm down for Bradley Cooper in anything. Yeah, I know you are. I know you are. That's why I threw. I knew that easy fucking. But but that has to be it. I'm trying to think of any other. Like I mean, I don't really care about her and any of the like. Uh, uh, yeah, Hunger Games. Oh yeah, Hunger. Well, Doctor Mrs. Commission would be upset that I didn't say Hunger Games. She yeah. loves Hunger Games. She likes she likes the books too. No, I was gonna say uh, where she plays up as like the fucking thing in the fucking X Men or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Mystique. Mystique. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mystique yeah. on. Um, I wrote John Legend bailed on getting a tattoo with Chrissy Teigen drawn by daughter Luna. He never went to get it. Smart. Uh, you don't even tats. You get a tat if your daughter draws a tat. One of the commission commission two point oh. No tattoo. No, we're keeping it clean. No, like, I'm a blank canvas. Yeah, a blank canvas. B, you know this. You got all the tattoos for the both of us. I do, buddy. Is there anything that would get you to get a tat? Is there anything that you're just like, let's? I'm ready to ink up. Is there any chance? 
anything, any chance. Oh man! Mich- Michigan, Michigan wins a national championship. I tattoo "Go Blue" on you. On me? No, yeah. absolutely not. <laughs> no fucking way. Um, if they win a national championship, bro, they win a national. Why do I need it? Why? It's a, it's right up here. It's in the steel Wolverines, trap. I'll baby. never forget it. What's that? Wolverines, baby, Wolverines, baby. <laughs> on there. No, I'm not gonna. No, I, I, there's. I'd be very pressed. I'd be very, I, I, here's, here's what would happen. What's going to happen. If I lost my family in a fiery car wreck, I would go fucking full on like George Clooney and dust till dawn. I get tatted up like that. That's the only way I go into like total darkness and just tap my entire body. You remember that tattoo? Uh, from dust till dawn. Yeah. 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 I would do that. That's where I would go. But I would have to be a total, like I'm changing my entire personality. I'd go off the deep end. I'd start doing a lot of drugs. And I get a lot of tats. This would be my life now. Thank you for awakening this in me, B. I don't no like this question like, anymore. I, no, you're right. I, as I was kind of like getting into it, I was just like, oh, I'm kind of, it's going to get a little dark. <laughs> Walking this down. This is a little bit uh, on me. You read what you said. Okay. Little Nas X just got like seven, seven, seven famous people to do the bing bong TikTok trend. I love this. You know, what I'm a big the, fan of Side Talk New York. I don't, what is it? This is what I sent you where you, oh, when the guy was like, he's like, this dick, this dickhead's got his iPhone in his underwear. Steve Jobs not die for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the site. I love this. Oh, this you know, been, oh okay. What's the I, trend then? Do you know what the trend is? So, so Side Talk New York is an Instagram. Shout out Side Talk New York. I, talk. I think it's NYC. I don't know. Uh, but they do, it's like the, the subway, bing bong, the little like oh, yeah. notification yeah. on the subway. So then they get everybody to be like, bing bong. You know what I mean? He's like, and there's a guy and it's so New York. It's so insane. And the guy's like, bing bong, fuck your life. Bing bong. <laughs> I fucking love it. It's so great. The people are, are wild. It's, it's kind of what makes New York, you know, the city that you love. Sure. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm just trying to get like, what's uh, was there anything like that in our childhood? Like social media kind of wasn't really there. Were there like any trends that would have, like, did we have planking? Did we have like anything that you're kind of. We know, had, like, we had urban jackets? legends. We had urban yeah. legends. We did okay, not yeah. have trends. We had yeah. don't drink. Uh, pop rocks. Cola and yes, pop rocks. rocks. Your head will explode. Yeah. That's what Mikey died from. Right. That's what yeah. we, that's our life, which you know what? first and foremost i like that life a little bit better than fucking like we said this last week all you kids little nas x look be you're a creator already why you gotta just like capitalize on this like let let bing bong let fucking uh side talk do their thing and be funny for what it is i appreciate that it's original Mm -hmm. content i like it it's funny make it cracks me up crime faces with his commentary what hood is this commentating on all that i love that and leave, leave leave podcasts to the amateurs we don't we don't need you you guys out there like what's the one with um like uh what like the bill smart simmons? one yeah, yeah. <laughs> bill simmons get off get off our territory um no, it's like jason bateman like all those it's just like leave, leave the podcast to the guys jason bateman amateurs. has a podcast he does buddy he has it with uh jason bateman will arnett and that one dude from will and grace i don't remember his name sean hayes Yes, Sean Hayes. It's yes. What? Why? Why? Why are they doing a podcast? I mean, I'm sure it's it'd be great, but hey, hey, like the Sopranos guys, what's up? You don't need to do that. Why is everyone say keep keep podcasting? Well, they yeah. I mean, they can they can do it because they're actually behind the scenes. It's just kind of getting like getting insight to it. Mm, I don't like it. Not feeling okay. Yeah, I don't like the competition. Stay out of our sort of bing bong. Stay out of our bing bong. Get out of the lane. Um. All right, Brett, Neapolitan Showdown, bring us to the jam. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me and we just disagree. We are cooking through this pod, bro. Because the work week, isn't it? You tell. it is yeah we're just yeah. We're, we're we're picking it up we're chopping it down just fucking okay. hot pod you're laying the hot pod track i'm fucking driving the spikes in keeping the keeping the streak alive uh, all right top three games you've been most 
excited to see. Again, they like anticipating. You couldn't wait to see it. Ooh, I like this. Uh, yeah, so I wonder if I got, like, right here I got um, on my Constellation bracket, I do remember the Oilers versus the Bills in a game called the Comeback, a oh, playoff oh, game. I just remember, like, a kid being an Oilers fan, like, getting this super – something about playoff football, and it's still there. Like, you just kind of been with this team all year, and now it's really, like, put your money where your mouth is. Exciting stuff. Yeah, yeah, Um, I think it was 95, 6 console bracket for me lions redskins or football team now but redskins back then i could say it then if it's referring back before they changed their name right yeah does, that count? does that work yeah I said oilers i didn't say titans well yeah, right exactly but oilers but is not necessarily count? the stigma that redskins sure, yeah have. i mean you're canceled for sure but yes, <laughs> right 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 um uh but yeah so like that was a game the cowboys in the playoffs yeah you know you always kind of look forward to those games but i don't know about you obviously as a lions fan you're kind of like uh, we don't deserve to be here like this we don't this is not our place we're gonna we're just we're just happy to be here so it's not really like an exciting moment to be there but i'll give you my number three because i want to get out this early because i know you'll you'll judge me because i went a little i zagged because you just said excited games you're most excited for yeah so you know yeah. i love my my ea sports ncaa college football oh, yeah, it's coming good. back baby with the nil it's coming back oh yeah okay. i'm fucking I'm excited for this are you getting what system? You have a system, right? I do yeah, have a system. Running, uh, yeah, we yeah, run madly off of it. That's right. I have a, a PS4. Uh, PS5s are, are like insane to get. I don't know if you realize how challenging a PS5 is to get right now. I didn't know they. I mean, I worked at the Best Buy back in the day of PS3, and that was Ooh. like people's heads exploding. They were calling like when it came in and stuff. So I didn't even know we were at five. We're at five, and if you can get your hands on one, you could turn it. You could flip it for a pretty penny. I'm just yeah, letting you know this right now. PS3s. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh, what's it look like? What's this PS5 look like? I don't know. Uh, uh fucking black console. Yeah. What, right. what do you want? How do you want it? It looks like a That's rectangle. Is That's that what you want it. me to explain it to you? You put a um, DVD in it. All right. I'm just gonna look it up. That's fine. All right. Blu-ray. Get y'all fired up. Got a on button. A it's got a, re- um, it's got right. a remote. Vikings. Oh, look at this. Am Please. I describing this to you a little bit more? Uh, no. Uh, There's I have a power supply you plug in. Okay. Vikings Eagles NFC Championship 2018. Oh, yeah. Uh, excited about this game, but this was also, you know, this was Case Keenum. So you just, you know, you wondered how far you could actually ride this, but you're one game away from the Super Bowl. So you're like, we could get this done. And of course, we could not that game. And it was also super disappointing because that game was over quick. Like uh, it was, it was kind of blowout. I think it was like something like 21 six or something. Like, I mean, super early, like the Eagles going yard. It was uh, it was a tough hang. It just had one of those. And that's what really sucks, especially like, uh, you know, like we don't have a lot of experience watching our favorite teams go to Super Bowls. I don't think we have any experience actually, yeah. but like, especially waiting for that two weeks or like, you're just really waiting for this game. And as soon as it starts, it's over in like six minutes and you're just like, just like this draining energy feeling. There is nothing worse. And I've experienced this multiple times with the Ohio games, Michigan games. It's like they get out quick and it is like, oh shit, we are yeah. fucking in trouble. Yeah. Um uh my oh, I've gone back and forth on this one. But I, uh, my number, are you on your number two or that, that was your number three? That's my number three. Okay. Number two. Yes. My number two, I've gone back and forth on this one. Um, I'm going to go with the 2005 game seven Pistons Spurs game because it was close to us getting another back-to-back title run, right? We kind of upset. Pistons upset the Lakers with Kobe and Shaq and Gary Payton and Carl Malone. What year did you say this was? 2005. Oh yeah, I like the Pistons around this time. I really, yeah. I really like that team. This like, is fun. Not, that's not a team we don't we don't talk about enough. That was yeah, exactly. Team. You you've got Ben Wallace, Chauncey Billups. Well, yeah, see, have, let's see how many can name. Oh, sorry. Uh, ben Wallace. One. Chauncey Billups. Two. Nice. <laughs> um, Rasheed Wallace. Three. Um, Prince. Tayshawn Prince. Four. Um, where did said Chauncey Billups? Oh, who's the? I think that's all I got. Oh, Rip Hamilton. There you go, Rip Hamilton. Very yeah. well done. Nicely done. Nice. Got the starting five down. Perfect. Um, that game was just a fucking slobber knocker. 
I mean, that, that was all Pistons. It's insane to look at the scores now. I think that that title game was like in the low like 90s. Maybe it was even even the 80s. Uh, drink everyone because I'm not going to remember a score from tw- 17 years ago. <laughs> but um, but yeah, but it was. I, I'll never forget the game totally flipped on fucking a loose ball. I remember where I was too. I was at a bar watching it. Loose ball, fucking rolls into the hands of Big Shot Bob. Robert Ory, a, a man who made his fucking career knocking down big game shots. And the second he touched it, literally every Piston fan there was like, that's it. Fuck, we, it is over. And he fucking nailed it, as he always did. So that one I was very much anticipating. What a reputation to have. Big shot Bob, baby. Yeah. Yeah, what a fucking... That's the thing is, is like, would you rather be like a... Uh, like a a a, a Chris Scotty Weber Pippen or a Big Shot Bob? No, no, no. I well, I'd I'd rather be like. Would you rather be Allen Iverson, right, mm-hmm. or Big Shot Bob? Would you rather be the guy that was the man that could carry everybody, made a ton of money, or Big Shot Bob who won seven titles, six titles, seven titles? Yeah, I was looking just looking that up. I, it's funny. I remember when we first started this thing, I asked you how many you want, or like I was quizzing you on who had the most chips, and you were like, uh. You got him. You remember? Yeah. Um, seven times. Seven times. Seven. Right. Yeah. So it's like, would you rather that life, that career? I mean, it's like me now. I know what's like the like that would be the most important thing. Like, because it's not like Robert Ory is a fucking pauper. It's not like he fucking yeah. you know yeah. like I said. So you know he had a great life. He played in the NBA, but he also won. And I and I get like there's the echelon of Allen Iverson being like a cultural phenomenon and being a guy that could carry literally carry a team on his back but didn't win and kind of always had that like or, or charles barkley might be the, a good example too like didn't win um but you know was definitely like a all nba you know top 75 player yeah so like where, where do you write like obviously yeah that's the great question it's just like who do you rank higher like robert ory or charles barkley and i think you gotta go barkley yeah, you go Barkley as an individual player, but if you wanted their career, I think I might lean towards winning seven titles. Like, what a fucking amazing feeling that would have been. Yeah, what about Dan Marino or Eli Manning? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a oof. I mean, yeah, <laughs> Dan Marino. God damn. That's a tough one, too, because it's, it's the same thing, right? Would yeah. you rather be Eli Manning? I think maybe you would rather be Eli Manning. Yeah, I mean, zero chips is a tough thing but 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 here's the thing the difference on that is is like eli manning was like a squarely like above average quarterback who maybe got a little bit like graded higher because of his last name yeah you know whereas at least like yeah then i guess you could say like dan marino or ben roethlisberger that might be a little better i mean i think we would both say that ben roethlisberger better qb than eli manning for sure and has two chips yeah um on the field Ben Roethlisberger. That's what I'd like to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, uh, would you rather be Aaron Rodgers or a pile of shit? Like, <laughs> that what kind of shit? Horse shit? Cow shit? <laughs> we, yeah, describe it. What are we looking at here? Um, all right. In my two spot, I have Vikings versus Saints NFC Championship. Right. Back-to-back Vikings NFC Championships. This was 2008. Uh, I was really excited about because I like this team. Like the, you know, the Case Keenum-led Vikings was a little overstay and they're welcome. Like this was Brett Favre, like just so fun to watch. I remember like we were in, um, was it your, I think it was your bachelor party. We were in Vegas, like during this run. Was your bachelor party 2008? Yeah. Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. Because I got married yeah. in 2009. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah, I, remember, I think we went there and it was like the game where like, I guess the 49ers, like Brett Favre just kind of throws it up and then like hooks in the back of the inside. Just, I mean, they were just like, they were just winning every game. Like it just, and they were so fun to watch. So it was just like, oh, they're going to do, and I mean, like Brett Favre just hands that away. I mean, yeah. it's famously the, uh, the Bounty Gate game. Bounty Gate, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's so, it's so interesting. Like when you look at how close your team comes, right. And, and you like, it's, it's so foreign, like in the, in professional sport, professional football, it's so foreign for me to like, think of this as like a, a real possibility. Like I, I would just, I would never feel comfortable, like to get to the point where like, yeah, yeah, we can win this. We're a good enough team. Like we've seen it time and time again, 
you know, it's, it's like, it's, it's gotta be more of a letdown than anything. Whereas like, if your team's just happy to be there, it's like, ah, shit, like who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're playing with house money. And yeah, exactly. Like when you're, when you're expecting to win and it's like Matt Simon was there, like I got super drunk, like fell in the bushes, like <laughs> meat, like Del Taco, like cried a little bit, like on the street. It was uh it was a tough hang. It was like really a bummer to be that close. I don't super remember the uh, 1999, like uh missed kick like vikings versus the falcons where yeah. I mean, they're obviously like a better team like i, I kind of remember watching that but i don't think i was pretty like emotionally involved as a kid but like this it's probably just recency bias like i remember this one it was just like shit. stung gotcha yeah uh, all right you're one spot who you got buddy one spot 1993 ncaa final game unc versus michigan the famous timeout game this game taught me so much b this game yeah. taught me so much. Uh, I had I had a little I had a little juice running on it, right? If, if Michigan oh. won, I would have won my my middle school's uh, uh, pool, right? The little fucking NCAA yeah. tourney pool. Yeah, I remember that. But this and it was a fucking crushing loss. Stunk. We should have won. It was you know year two of the Fab Five. This is the year that they were going to dominate. Last year we weren't expecting them to to do anything, and they made it all the way to finals as a six seed losing to a powerful duke team a, you know a quasi-professional team in duke then followed up the following year now we're number one seed we fucking dominated a bunch of teams we fucking gave everyone some ass whoopings only to lose on a fucking just choking it away in the last moment forever changing the course of chris weber's career jalen rose juan howard is now back as a michigan man i mean that was that was like at an early age. This also taught me too, like I, cause I threw a full on tantrum when they lost. I remember yeah. slamming my door and getting yelled at by my mom. And it turned my opinion of uh, when like guys lose their mind. Like you see videos a lot of times when guys like freak out and punch the TV or like throw stuff or really like lose their shit. I, I, I get being like a upset fan. I even get shedding a tear or two, you know what I mean? But yeah. keep it, but keep it tight. Keep yeah. it together. Don't fucking throw a fucking hissy fit. Be a big. And and I learned that at a very young age. And I was actually thankful for taking that L. That's uh, good. Well, yeah. I I haven't learned that. I told <laughs> my story of like falling in the bushes after that. Uh, it's fine, kind of funny. So yeah, Wolverines have one national championship, 1989. Do you remember that at all? Yeah, I do actually. Yeah, uh, I don't remember the game very much. I remember the final free throws. I remember Ramil Robinson. I distinctly remember that. I remember the heave at the end, them not like them, like being panicked that they were going to, you know, hit like a, like 45 footer to, to tie the game. Or I think that would have beaten them. It's just kind of funny that we both, so my number one, we both picked like our teams losing. I was a little older, uh, KU versus Syracuse in the national championship. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah, that's kind of weird. Yeah, because it's like I've seen KU win a national championship against Memphis, but I don't know. It's probably like because the anticipation, I, I guess the anticipation is more memorable when it's a letdown because yeah. that's the shitty feeling. Like like the anticipation with the celebration, like you just kind of remember the celebration and that yes. anticipation because anticipation is kind of like a, it's not necessarily like a great feeling. It's like a little like borderline, like, you know, sick, nervous energy like anticipation is yeah yeah there's a lot of like pacing going on yeah Yeah, and i had a lot of that with the the ohio games um you know i think it was 2006 they were like one two um i mean those are some of my concept brackets so there's always a little bit of that going around you know what i mean um but yeah the the i think you're right i think you nailed it on the fucking head it's it's if your team wins, the anticipation is washed away by the celebration of it. Yeah. But anticipation is just the, the nervous energy that, that you had into that <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like for some reason, like disappointment feels like the resolution, feels like the last stop for anticipation. It's just like, right. oh, this is what happens in anticipation. Like it's just right. kind of disappointment. <laughs> right. in there. It's like, right. like that's where it belongs. Yeah, 100%. Uh, I also remember being super bummed that I, I think it was like KU versus Maryland. I don't know. I think that was national championship too. And like, uh, the the Juan Dixon led 2001 yeah 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 or something that was super disappointing too just because I really really liked that team I mean, yeah I was like 
was that Heinrich and everything? That was Heinrich, right? Or Which was would have been 2001, too. Yeah, it would have been Heinrich and Collison and all those guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, is for me, it's so easy to get like, you know, the pro teams. I, I think of that like when I was a little like younger, having those like, like, oh man, like, you know, with baseball and hockey and stuff like that. Um, but for, for me, like college teams are the ones that like you really get because it, it could go either way. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you have no idea what that game's going to look like by and large. Yeah. And you're a little bit more connected to them also. Like you're still like, I especially think as a kid, you're just like, you know, like I'm going to play KU basketball one day. Like, yeah, yeah right, right. Never going to be major. For they need a corner three specialist. So be. It is. I'm stressed for a little bit, uh, broken ankle. Uh, maybe it's just like, yeah, I'm your guy. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's a liability sliding on defense, but <laughs> he can knock it down. Uh, well, guys, this has been our power. Like, this is a little short on this one, but we'll borrow it in the future. So, might give us a little credit. Like, let yeah. us, we're, we're not like walking away here. We want this change. We want this change with these minutes. Um, MVP, right. brother, who you got? Oh, I got to go Aiden Hutchinson, Heisman finalist. It's great. And uh, uh, Big Ten uh, uh, MVP as well. I mean, people say it's a quiet game, but he was very disruptive throughout the game. Just didn't have a lot of stats to back it up. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Aiden Hutchinson, man. He's a great kid. Really excited for him. I don't know if he's going to win the the Heisman or not. But if he did, that'd be interesting because we've been two, the two defensive players to ever win a Heisman, both Michigan men. Oh, I like it. Uh, yeah, I'll go with John Harbaugh, the Wolverines. I mean, I just – I like the kind of turnaround. It's just like this day and age, especially when it seems like you've been sent such an impossible task, which is – beat Ohio you thought the rest and you can't get it done you're holding on and people are talking about like getting you fired and everything it's just I like people that just like stare down in the storm and don't like cower to it like just kind of keep doing their thing and like trying to make it happen just kind of you know I like I like that for the number of times we love to throw coaches on the hot seat like just kind of seeing them turn around and I can just get a fan base excited let's go absolutely go let's go blue fuck yeah sweet bro um short podcast man no working man we just talked it out we're i mean short by like a few minutes too don't make it efficient what's up we're efficient we're cutting through we did we we cut through all the mustard you guys know what you (laughs) wanted to hear today baby exactly i i am brandana why don't you sign yourself off most awesome man pod tell a friend (laughs) it's supposed to be like bing Bing bong yeah bing bong Style, 